Hello, 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 and welcome to Holding Space with Whitney Jean. I'm your host, Whitney, and I am so grateful that you are here. Whether this is your first episode with me or you are returning, I am beyond grateful that the universe has led you to this exact moment, to this exact space with me. I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to today's episode. As I'm recording this, it is actually Monday, August 1st, 2022, and I just got out of the second podcast to the series, recording it with Miss Amanda Lambert, and I am so excited to share that episode with you guys. But first, I needed to introduce this series. So here we are. You're likely going to get both of these tonight because I'm that obsessed with Amanda and her story and experiencing her that I cannot wait any longer to share her with you. So let's begin with what is this new series that I am bringing you, that the podcast is bringing you, and what does it entail? So when thinking about what to name this series, I had a hard time just because I knew that each person that I was bringing onto this was going to be so dynamically different in the industry that they're in, the work that they do, their outlook on business, life, relationships, money, sex, all of the things. And finding a common ground in what I wanted to come through this series was really what is their sole purpose? Are they, have they found their sole purpose? What has their journey been like to get them to where they are now? And really hearing their personal story from a young child to where they are now. I find that I love, love, love hearing people's stories. Sean and I, my husband, were sitting at one of our favorite, favorite, favorite little places here in Post Falls, Idaho, and I was asking one of our friends who owns the place what it was that, like, where did she come from? Where was, uh, where was she born? What made her decide to do this? And, and like, hearing the story, because that, the story behind it just fascinates me. Was this something that you knew you always were going to do? Is this something that came out of thin air? Were you doing something else and then completely changed lanes? Like hearing these stories are so interesting to me and the driving force behind it. What was the motivation? Where did you come from? What has been your experience? What's your outlook on life? What's your outlife outlook on business how does how do these play in a, a role with one another and just hearing these stories people's stories are so incredibly interesting to me so I wanted to bring it to the podcast because I figured hey who doesn't love a good story and 
we can all have fun and benefit from hearing these individual stories that I'm so excited to share with you. So I wanted to start with me, share my story as it's evolved and changed. I know that in the beginning of this podcast, I gave a little bit of a background story from the point of view and the perspective where I was at then, and I think it'll shift a little bit now from where I'm at in this current moment. And if I share my story in a year from now, again, I have a feeling that it'll be completely different. If you follow me on Facebook, I shared a post a couple days ago, last week, something like that, about how really just posing the question, what if your desire to find your soul purpose could be fulfilled by diving deep within yourself and following your joy? And I post this question and immediately when typing it out, posing it for myself, posing it for those who follow me, who interact with me, who I have a relationship with. When I posed this question, the first thing that came up was, oh yeah, sure. A lot of people make a joke about it. Okay, bottomless mimosas and laying on the beach as if to imply those things, those are the things that bring them joy and do. And doing that and waiting kind of thing is what I'm implying. But really, What I'm actually inviting people to do is to spend more time in doing the things you love. I mean, open to that being a path for you. Really diving into, okay, what is it that brings me joy? What is it that motivates me? What is it that I I wish to experience, that I love to experience? And what if I could make that a source of income? What if that could be the path of least resistance for creating a life that is abundant and fun and expansive and joyful and and so incredibly lucrative and abundant in so many different ways, financially, physically, emotionally, in all the ways. What if you left your job that you hate and you got a job that you love, even if the money isn't as good, and then figured out a way to make the money good? Your current reality doesn't have to continue to be that way, and there really is that choice in it. Finding my sole purpose came through massage. Yes, this is a story that I get asked all the time, And I want to share that with you guys and anyone else that might be wondering. I joined massage school because there was a whisper within me calling me to. I had multiple massage therapists that I talked to before joining that told me not to because it is hard work. You're overworked. You're underpaid. All of the things. (laughs) Insert LOL. (laughs) I am not afraid of hard work. And at that point in my life, I believed hard work was the only way to be successful. So maybe that was part of why I decided to do it, because people told me not to, and I was told it was hard work, maybe a little bit of both. At this time, I was a chiropractic assistant, and I thought that going to massage school would help me with the knowledge of the body and how to help it. So I I really had this part of me that was trying to validate the reason of why I wanted to go to massage school, even though it didn't make logical sense, of well, this will help me. Like this is something I could dive into educationally that would help me in the work that I'm doing now that I really do enjoy. And then there was part of me that was like, well, I can see the end in sight. This is something that I can see. Okay, this program will take X amount of time if I apply this much this much time, this much effort. Like I could see the end in sight and it wasn't that long. I could I if I worked hard enough, if I was devoted enough if I was intentional enough with my time I could do this in under a year and that to me also was very appealing so I I had all of these logical reasons of why I should go to massage school but there also was this whisper within me that was like 
I really want to go to massage school. And it didn't make any sense, absolutely zero sense. And so I feel like there was a part of me that tried to justify that decision to make that decision instead of just jumping in, which is something that I've learned to navigate over time, that if the body says yes, if the soul says yes, I say yes, without any explanation, without needing to explain it, without needing to add anything else to it. Like it could simply be that it could be a soul yes, and I would leap. The school that I was actually looking at had an Eastern medicine and energy program within their massage program and that's actually what pulled me in it was something that I was really interested in learning about even though I knew virtually nothing about it and I couldn't feel any energy there wasn't like that gift there that I already knew I would be able to do it it was really something that was completely outside my comfort zone but I was really intrigued by and so that's actually why I chose that program was I wanted to understand it. I wanted to understand, okay, how does this work? How do certain people navigate this? How do certain people experience these crazy things like talking to guides, talking to spirit, uh, getting downloads? Like I was very new to it and I just was so fascinated by it. Plus, I was bored out of my freaking mind with business school, mostly because I felt so restricted by the curriculum and the limitation of what you could, quote unquote, could do as you grow your business. I felt like it was a constant contraction, like contraction of me, contraction of my being, which to me at the time I thought I was wrong for when you fast forward to the current moment of where I'm at now, I found that I actually found so much clarity in why I felt so contracted and that business doesn't have to operate from that paradigm. So it doesn't have to operate strictly from numbers. You can use numbers as a basis and you can use numbers as a way of measuring, but it doesn't have to be, oh, this is within the known. This is predictable. This is what other businesses businesses have done. So this is what I can do. It's more of like, okay, these are the numbers. How can we do bigger? How can we expand more? Like, I know I'm capable of more than this. And opening up the energy and opening up the willingness to do what needs to be done in a way that is aligned with me and who I am and in my integrity and being willing to grow at a rapid speed. So I've always felt like super contracted by the logistics of business and like, staying within the grid and all of these things and so for me it was it it like it just wasn't it felt so contracted and I what I thought I was wrong for I realized isn't wrong that it was actually part of my soul coming out and I just wasn't ready to receive that I didn't I didn't have total clarity in how to receive that but I received that through my actions without even knowing it that may be confusing I hope it landed. (laughs) So I joined massage school and much to my family's dismay, I don't know that I had a single family member that was incredibly supportive of it. I mean, my family is supportive of whatever decision that I do make. They're never, it's never been like a, no, you can't do this or no, you don't do this. It's more of like a, from their point of view, loving guidance of like, why would you choose that? And I received so many comments, which I've talked with you guys before about on 
Well, why would you do that? That's hard work. That's massage therapists don't make good money. You're too smart for that. You could be a doctor. You could be this. You could do that. And and it was like, yes, I could, but I don't want to. So it was really hard for me. I still remember how hard it was to work on the neck and lift the head during the massage when I first started school. Like school was not easy for me in the beginning massage school. Something so simple was a physical struggle for me. I remember in the energy work classes having full body panic attacks and physical symptoms within my sacral space as things were released. I would actually go love to go back and do that right now and experience all the energy work and see what has shifted in comparison to then versus now. But I just remember parts of my physical body contracting when given the opportunity to release something that I I felt like I didn't know if I wanted to release or if I could release or or everything in between. Like there was some, there was this inability to release, which eventually I did release, move through, transmute, heal through the through navigating it on my own. But there's always there's all of these resources uh, resources and tools out there for us to utilize to do this. And do it in a much quicker way. And and what I learn now and know now, I have a lot less resistance to it. And I think that that played a huge role in my inability to release was I still didn't have a full understanding of it and a full trust and a full surrender in what the energy work was. And so for me, it was a lot of resistance coming up based on belief systems, based on conditioning, coding, and, and everything in between. What I didn't realize then was that I was healing and clearing generations of trauma and suffering. I was I was releasing old paradigms and beliefs and opening up my body so that I could choose what it is that I wanted to believe solely based on me and no one else. Which is wild coming from a space of people pleasing, serving outside yourself, looking for the answers outside of yourself instead of, wait, what if all of the answers I need are actually within me which has been a journey let me tell you there were days that all I would do was cry because I was so torn between doing what I have always been taught as real and significant and doing what my heart yearned for and knew to be true it was a peak within living a life for others versus taking steps to live a life in alignment with me was I going to live a life that fulfilled other people's beliefs, needs, and desires, and what was right versus what was wrong? Or was I going to choose something that really lit my soul on fire and allowed me to show up in a way that felt in total alignment for the first time, maybe even ever? There was a huge inner battle within that. I can look back in hindsight and see that I have a lot more clarity of all that had happened versus then when I was really truly in the center of the storm. And I just, I can, I can feel that version of Whitney and she was so torn. She was so torn. I'm thankful for the 20 year old version of me that chose to stand in that storm and chose more, more for herself. And it's crazy. It's crazy that I'll be turning 28 here in a few days and that was eight years ago and it just feels like a whole nother lifetime. It feels like I've lived so many lifetimes since then. Life is wild, y'all. After massage school, I began to practice massage as a licensed professional. I can still remember the excitement and the nerves of that first day. 
The years that followed were ones of finding who I am and what I wanted from life, business, and relationships. I believe they say the first two years of business are the hardest and most and most fail because it's a time of self-discovery and deciding what it is that you want from it. I don't think it has anything to do with anybody's ability to run a successful business, but really align with, okay, what is it that I want to create? Why do I want to create this? What about this is in alignment with me? I remember as I began to add energy work into my practice, I was petrified, like absolutely freaking petrified. I was terrified that people would reject me and clients would leave me. I was afraid that I would say the wrong thing or get something wrong and people would think I was a phony, sharing what I was finding within sessions and that and that was beyond what was physical was a terrifying idea to me because I truly didn't have an understanding at that point of all that is and to me I was what I was actually fearful of was insecurities and beliefs within myself that I had hadn't navigated I hadn't really done dove deep into it had nothing to do with the people outside of me and everything to do with what I thought was possible what I knew to be possible and what I fully trusted it all really truly in hindsight is I noticed that it was a projection like I recognized that it was a projection of what was going on internally I came from a belief system that didn't foster space for anything beyond the physical. I was terrified they would think I was a phony because I wasn't confident in my ability as a healer. So them not experiencing what I was intending would be rock my boat because I wasn't secure. I wasn't confident. I wasn't in it, you could say, fully and completely in a space of total trust and surrender. Every single fear that limited me from opening up to this gift was one that was calling me. One that was within my belief system. One that was literally coming from my beliefs. Only within me. When you know something to be true, it doesn't matter if another person fully doesn't receive it. You know it to be true, right? When someone calls you Tiffany and your name is Sarah... It doesn't bother you because you know your name is Sarah. When someone says you are rude or you're, but you are super kind, it doesn't bother you because you know you are super kind. The power comes from knowing who you are. I found that practice by walking hand in hand with my fear. I found that by standing in my power, even when I wanted to shrink down. I found that by correcting and choosing something different when I didn't make myself small or when I did make myself small I should say I found it by continuously choosing what was true for me and following my joy I found my purpose through the choppy waves of the ocean storm through releasing all that wasn't mine the journey of this continued over the last two years and has been my greatest focus Taking radical self-responsibility for myself, my thoughts, my beliefs, emotions, and triggers. Navigating the space within so that I can experience a life that is satisfying and fulfilling. I wanted to learn to respond in, in place of reacting. How many of you find yourself in reaction and then afterwards you're like, dang it, I wish I would have responded differently. 
I wanted to learn how to respond in place of reacting. I wanted to live a life that was in alignment with something greater. I wanted to wake up and live a life where I was excited to go to work. There have been so many pivots in this journey in order to stay in integrity with that. It started with a massage therapist doing massage. Now I thrive in a space where I dive deep into your traumas, beliefs, and limitations. A space where we find what realities you are creating and making micro shifts to change it. I'm in a space where I previously only dreamed of. And I'm here because it all started with a dream. To say you are looking for your sole purpose is to say you are willing to follow what lights you up continuously and continue to choose it again and again and again. When it changes and shifts, which it will, you continue to follow it. And it's been recently something that I'm really diving deep into. And, and I meant we talk about this in this next episode with Amanda of really welcoming chaos within my reality. In a reality that was once in order, it was straight and narrow, it was very structured, like there was so much order, there was so much control. Allowing myself to open up to the chaos of the unpredictable, the unknown, the chaos of what what is chaos? Chaos is consciousness moving. To me, that's what how I I I every fiber of my being lights up when I say chaos is consciousness moving. It's the unpredictable. It's the untamable. It's the things that shift everything in in ways that you could never wrap your mind around, in ways that you could never control, in ways that could never be created within the known. It's the unknown. It's the unpredictable. It's the chaotic. It's not havoc. It doesn't cause harm. It doesn't break shit. But really what it does is it opens up the energy to create something different by mixing it up. And the example that I use in the next episode too is it's like shaking up a snow globe and allowing all of the pieces to fall into place exactly where they need to in ways that you couldn't have laid every piece of that snow or that fake snow (laughs) into that But by trusting and surrendering that it'll land perfectly where it needs to be. And when it needs to move, you shift and change and you shake that snow globe again. You allow a little bit more chaos and that's where you begin to see things shift and change. That's where I began to see things shift and change. And it really truly has been a journey of unbecoming all of the things that I was taught. Not out of militia, not out of trying to misguide me, but really the opposite. My family loves me very much. They were trying to guide me based on their experience, their trauma, their what they were taught, like all of the things mixed up into one, their recipe of life of what they feel is is best and, and guide me in that with that intention. But I had to choose that. I had to decide, is this what I want to hold? Is this what I want to experience? Is this what I want to have? Is this is this it? And become and unbecome all that, unbecome all that isn't me and become all that is me or really truly strip away all that is not me and leave room for what is me. So it has been a journey of that, being radically and completely honest with myself, even in moments I didn't want to be. 
be honest with my feelings, be honest with how I'm experiencing something, being honest with the way that I'm feeling in regards to something, being honest in if I'm feeling pulled to say yes to something that makes no logical sense. And what I've found is it's become a space where I've become the invitation. I've decided to become the invitation through the way that I live and lead my life. And I live by these words. How can I lead my life? In what way can I lead my life to be the invitation to others to choose their power, to choose possibility, to choose more? Everything that I choose has an undertone of that mixed into it. That is the base. What is good for me? What is good for you? What is good for us? And it really truly came from a journey of unbecoming all of the things that I was taught was right and uh, all of the things that I was taught was wrong and all of the things that I experienced and the trauma that I experienced and the hurt that I experienced and the beliefs that I created from the hurt and the outlooks and the points of view that I then took on based on that, stripping it all away and deciding, okay, is this what I want to carry forward? Is this what I want to choose? And then watching my business completely freaking transform as I transformed. The more I opened up, the more my business opened up. The more that I expanded, the more that my business expanded. The more that I really anchored into who I was, the more my business anchored into its presence and who it was. A mirrored image of me when I'm in total alignment with what I want to create, with abundance, with transformation, with expansion, with me, my business is the same. When I'm feeling scarce, when I'm feeling lost, when I'm feeling a little misguided or I'm feeling wonky, like you can see that reflection within my business. And so what I've learned is it all starts with me. And I really truly feel like that is also part of why this series is going to be so magical is we get to see in what ways do people navigate their life and what ways do they take on life, their points of views, their perspectives, what they deem is important in, in creating a su- successful life, a successful business, a successful relationships, what they have navigated and experienced and the beliefs they've created. And we get to witness that from like an, a zoomed out perspective of witnessing them in all of their glory, witnessing them in all of who they truly are and navigating that and observing that with so much love and really just awe, curiosity, and allowing it to be that. I love you. I cannot wait to share this journey with you. I cannot wait to share this series with you. And I hope you love it as much as I do. I just want to take a moment to express my gratitude for you allowing me to be a part of your journey through this podcast. It brings me so much pleasure and so much joy to be a contribution to you in any way that I possibly can. If you loved what you heard today, or if you were triggered by what was what was said today, I would love if you would leave me a review with any epiphanies, anything that was cleared up for you, any episode favorites, so that I can continue offering you and creating valuable content that is a contribution to you. I would just be so, so thankful. And you can do that on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time 
to be in this space with me. I love you so much.